Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. podcast where we come up with plot hooks so that you don't have to. I am your host, Saint C. Weber, here with my reliable co-host across the table from me. It's Faith. I exist. <laughs> Controversial. This podcast. To my left. It's me, Jonathan. Hello. Howdy. Ahoy hoy. What's and up? To my right. Politically, yes, I am to your right. My name's Dom, and I don't think anyone should be allowed to vote. <laughs> A bold call. Let's see. See how it plays out for them, Cotton. Yeah, let's let's, let's see if it uh, blows through. Um, Faith is regretting some choices. I've regretted every single choice I've ever made in my life up until this moment. That's what we talked about, like the visual novels that you were a fan of, like the dating sims. Was that that a regret as well? No, that wasn't. So I've got a getting to know you question. Yeah, go. What the fuck? On a scale of one to ten, Mm. how much is property theft? Property is... The degree to which property is not theft uh, can't be overstated. Uh, And if you try to state that on my property, I am actually allowed to shoot you with my gun uh, due to castle doctrine. I like the character that you've brought to us today of (laughs) hyper-conservative. Yeah. It's good to get some different perspectives on it. The bow tie is adding a lot to it. (laughs) Yeah, I am wearing a bow tie. Uh, A sparkly one. Sparkly one, although not in a a gay way because I don't like those sorts. Uh, yeah, property not theft, actually good. Mm-hmm. That's okay. my my. That is my belief. My name is Donald Reagan, and uh, <laughs> I believe that. Well, uh, Donald Reagan uh, has had their say, uh, uh, and several anyone... concussions that led me to that point. <laughs> <laughs> anyone else have um, a, have a rating for so me? So, what sense are we speaking of in the word property? Private property. Private property, like land? Well, no. So you can have personal property, which yeah. is land, but private property, which is basically you rent other people. Oh, landlords yeah. are Good. a word that I shouldn't say on this podcast because <laughs> I'm trying to maintain oh. a family-friently image. Oh, really? So... You've cloaked your only fans. <laughs> Yeah, Hooked used to be a kid-friendly zone, and yeah. then someone came you along. You brought this filth. <laughs> I brought this filth into this yeah. podcast. How dare you put filth on the internet? Uh, so, owning private property and renting it to other people is a crime that should be punishable by death. Well, I am a fan of the death penalty, so we, we agree on something. <laughs> I'm glad we could agree we can, on We're reaching one. across the aisle right now. <laughs> and Jonathan? Well, as we know, I'm an expert on rating things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, That's what inspired the... Uh, the yeah, question. yeah. And so I would say, to what degree is property theft? It's somewhere between Luo Tianyi and IA on my rateloid rankings. Can, can you give us uh, some scales of that? Like, how, those how are, well are they doing? That is a scale. Those are, the, those are the number three and four. So they're very up okay. there. So it's a high right. degree. I've changed the scale nature on you, but... Okay, yeah, so you're a bit bit to the bit to the right of me. No, no, so instead it's a scale of 1 to 35, to be exact. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, well, um, good. Well, Where now is it let's, for you, Zane? Uh, oh, 10. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yes. Um, 
Let's get into the episode, shall we? <laughs> yeah. I was now about to go I've for some chips it. and then I realised it's a terrible <laughs> idea on a podcast. Correct. Just crunch. Yeah, but uh, you're able to do that because of free speech, so what feel what free. No, th- I'm making this into a mukbang. That's my plan. eat this biscuit. Yes. <laughs> okay. Hello this week we welcome have, to... We have some... We have some uh, submitted artwork that we're going to be taking inspiration from, submitted by M. Hetherington. Who knows if they wanted us to use their last name. M is my partner. And if, like last week or something, as just like a, a thing to do of an evening, you know, get back into the drawing skills, uh, posted a thing on Facebook where the, uh, the Facebook post was uh, comment three emojis and I'll draw a deity based on it. And a bunch Ooh. of people... Uh, commented a group of emojis. I did uh, a cat with a love heart, a cat doing a smooch face, and a cat doing a smirky face, and I got a kitty. But this one we're doing is that someone has commented an emoji of a caterpillar, an emoji of a penguin, and an emoji of a camel. And boy, does it look like a deity inspired by that. It's pretty pretty neat. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. Yeah, I like to imagine the caterpillar from... Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, smoke. It's like the, it, there's a hooker just like out of frame. Yeah, here, yeah. Uh, with like you know, with with camel camel face and, and a couple of humps and and you know penguin penguin underbellies. Yeah, and it's sitting on a futon in this. By the way, it's got kind of a kind of, yeah, kind of like a an, an Arabian, I guess, vibe. Is that is that like sure? Yeah, I would, I would say Moroccan, but that's Mediterranean. Sure. Yeah, yeah, something around there. Yeah, uh, and the word that we're taking. In inspiration from is I've blanked on it what is it distorted it's distorted distortion distortion yes well you're close well you did really well I think you can be proud of yourself for that thank you it's been so. a rough day for me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, okay? to no. distract from your bad day. I'm having a bad day, so let's make it better. We're going to make some plot Woo. hooks in Woo. the form Woo. of magic tricks. The first part will be the pledge. The pledge is just the seed of the idea, the little basic, uh, the basic thought that you're going to create your hook around. Uh, then in the turn, we'll turn into something a little bit more mechanical, something a little bit more solid, a bit more interesting. And then finally, in the prestige, we will think about how your players will interact with it and how you could turn turn your your pledge into a story. Now, who would like to go first? I think Faith would. <laughs> because, I she's, because she's not eating as a professional podcaster. I, I think what we've captured here is the audio of a sugar high. Um... A collective sugar high. Not me. <laughs> no, just, this is just, just my usual here. bullshit. Um, yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> Jonathan, can, you, you want to go? I can go first. Yeah. Mine's a short one, so I'll keep it easy. Um, so, as we know, a lot of adventures tend to have a hub city that the players will spend a lot of their time in. I think uh, over the course of the adventure, the players start hearing rumors of a new mystic that's in town. Someone who can give them predictions of the future or talk to the spirits past, that kind of stuff, right? Um... And eventually, after completing a, completing a number of quests, they're kind of left listless, not knowing what to do. And somebody goes, well, you could always go talk to the mystic, find out what to do, get some, you know, they might be able to set you on the right path, that kind of stuff. Um, and I think that's the pledge, is that they're given this idea of, of you go talk to the mystic, they can give you, you something. mystic in town, they They'll, will direct you. Yeah, they, you'll find guidance. Okay. Yeah. All right. Short and sweet round here. Yeah. yeah. My one is also short and sweet. I'll go next. Uh, I know a monster has been attacking in town. Oh, no. It, it looks like some sort of strange combination of caterpillar and camel and penguin. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, it's been it's been striking and then disappearing, uh, like, very suddenly. Nobody knows how. It, it's it's quite massive. It's, like, 
it, it, it's like the size of a of a bendy bus, mm. uh, and it just like it appears in the streets and wreaks some havoc, and then it just vanishes around a corner. No one knows how it's doing that. Uh, and yeah, that's the that's the pledge. Excellent. And the size of a bendy bus is so specific. <laughs> it's huge. That's really big as well. It's very that's specific. That, I'm good at describing things. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so. Because I've had a lot of sugar, I don't remember what either of your two pledges were. So <laughs> they were thirty <laughs> seconds ago, Faith. Uh, uh, okay, so mine is set uh, in a Mediterranean town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did I say Mediterranean or Arabian earlier? You said Arabian. You said Arabian. I said Moroccan yeah, right. and Mediterranean. Yeah, right. I was because that got me confused because I was you were just like, oh yeah, that's similar sort of ge- ge- geographically. I'm just like. Morocco and Arabia are not. They have they have Africa in between them. Yes, though. Yeah. So I was just like, did I say Mediterranean? Yeah. They, anyway, uh, Faith. closer than um, we are to them. So really uh, makes you both think. Uh, Upside of head three times. So. Shush. Okay, so uh, you were in a Mediterranean town. Uh, the town is really lovely uh, and contains a big castle. I know that castles are not Mediterranean. They are in this world. Sure they are. They are. Yeah, so, yeah 100%. Hey, Rome, Rome, Rome existed yes. around the they, did. they weren't big on castles, though. Oh, the fortifications were, well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so okay, sure. Especially in Greece. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I it's guess true. you call that a castle. Fine. Kind of like a tiered city, almost. <laughs> Quick like... question. What is, like, the distinction of Mediterranean? Like, what is the full... Bordering like... on the Mediterranean Sea. Yeah, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah. That's, that's... That includes Spain, yeah? Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay, because yeah. that lots of castles in Spain. Yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah. that is true. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, and it is rumoured that in this uh, castle slash village, very big thing... Uh, lives a dragon, and like just, just in the village, in the castle, in or the just village. Like so I'm imagining like... this village is like a square and on some cliffs, and then there is a like a big castle in the middle of it, right. and then like the village kind of goes around it, right? And in this big castle is a dragon who rules the village. Uh, but only during the daytime can you see the dragon. At nighttime, the castle has no lights on it. It's completely empty. Yes. The castle also has no servants and never needs anyone to bring in any food. Uh, and it's just, it's a bit confusing. But the city is well protected. They almost never get raided. Like, there's peace and prosperity and it's kind of nice. Now, you say almost never get raided. Well, they try. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, so, like, yeah. like, they're well protected. They're well protected. Yeah. The dragon doesn't really seem to ask for very much. So, all in all, it's a pretty good deal. The townsfolk. Yeah. Um, okay. So, that's my... That's your pledge. Pledge. Well, let's go straight on into the turns, where we must you name... You were first. I was, wasn't yeah. I? I was first, yeah. Where we must name our hooks. <laughs> What's up? Um, so, the players enter the mystic's mm-hmm. house, accommodation... Building, uh, and they hut. find this boudoir hut. Yeah, boudoir. <laughs> uh, they find this camel chateau. Ca- his boot. Yeah, <laughs> the mystic's boudoir. It's just like, excuse me, it's I've quite rude of you to come in here. I'm, I'm applying my makeup. I'm in my underwear. And they find this camel caterpillar uh, lounging and smoking a very long pipe. I like camel the idea of them pillow. sitting on like uh, sitting quite high, but the pipe goes all the way to the ground and it's resting on the ground. I want it to be really long. Mm-hmm. Um, like when you try like to, a horn. like when you try to stick straws together to like get yeah. to a, like a cup that's yeah. really far away. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, well, and, and upon talking to the Camel Pillar, uh, it promises the players a prediction, one the likes of which they've never seen before. If only the adventurers could maybe offer a little bit of help. You see, to, to truly read the future in the way that this Camel Pillar wishes to, it needs some materials first. It needs it needs the right objects. It needs to be prepared. It needs to be well fed. All that kind of stuff. And that's where the adventurers simply come in. Because you see, the camel pillar, of course, cannot offer this assistance. But the adventurers, such brave, wondrous, mighty things, they they can do it. They can do it themselves. And that is the turn. Okay. Okay. So the players are given a list. <laughs> so uh, it's a shopping list. Please go to te- like yes. the Aldi. Please go. Please, please go, go to, to the Aldi. supermarket. <laughs> you have uh, everything. Pick, pick me up this, this, these uh, these these. Ingredients. No, well, na- no off brands. Name this, brand only. It's a oh, fun so mix LD, of okay. like very mundane things, like apples, and also very hard to find, like rare relics. So it's a, it's a tough to really get a gauge on what they want, you know. Okay. Yep. This would better be a good premonition. Making a fruit salad. <laughs> like I don't know. What's As it? a player, I'm like, oh, psychics. Yep. Ugh. Ugh. Can't if, trust them. If you are not going to give me exposition right now, I'm not interested. <laughs> You're going to love my prestige. (laughs) What's it called, by the way? Oh, it is called the Conniving Camel Pillar. The Conniving Camel Pillar. Yeah. Okay, excellent. I couldn't fit Penguin in there. I'm very sorry. (laughs) Uh, Was it Dom? It was Dom. Uh, So the Parsi investigates this strange repeated attack that has like this monster's been attacking the city for some time now uh and people say like once once you get to talking to like some of the more historically aware people they say oh this creature actually attacked before but it was it was many centuries ago and uh it hasn't been seen in in the years since at all it it seemingly was driven off but it wasn't defeated we know that it just it just stopped attacking one one day and uh, yeah we don't know what happened to it but now it's returned and uh while the party are doing their investigation another attack will happen and they'll they'll, be che- they'll fight the monster probably and they'll, the monster will eventually try to retreat and it'll run down the street and it'll run around the corner and the party will race and try to catch up and when they get there they just see the crowd of people fleeing and like they like the monster isn't there like ah oh, it must have it's vanished you know right yeah okay interesting and what are we what are we calling it uh the, the, the we're waiting for the next one actually because it is a bit of a spoil okay uh, I don't want to I don't want right. to I don't want to oh, ruin oh, okay. yeah actually you know what yeah. <laughs> All right, Faith. Okay, so uh, town, big castle, dragon, lives in there, only seen during the day, nothing happens at nighttime. Uh, so the adventuring party uh, should investigate this castle and this dragon. I'm really hoping that they do. Um, There's going to be one that's like, wait a minute. There always is. So, uh, and if they attempt to sneak into the castle at night, during the day or any time, so during the day, dragon. Uh, dragon that looks uh, suspiciously like a camel cross with a caterpillar. <laughs> bit, of, bit of penguin in there, bit maybe? Of penguin in I'm there. a huge fan of that dragon concept, though. Um, and, uh, but at night time, mm-hmm. regular human. <gasps> what? Yeah. Are they asleep? Oh, yeah. So when they're asleep, regular human thing. <laughs> okay. mm. Not a person, a thing. Not a person. That's, you know, that's, that's human that's fa- fa- Well, yeah. like, uh, regular human Are they a cattle? John Carpenter's the regular human thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, just regular human. Okay. Standard human. Just a totally normal guy. Can, can make, it's not it, three kids standing on each other's shoulders in a trench coat. <laughs> I can't stress that enough. Just standard human can make how you like. Uh, and... The 
so this human person uh, has had a curse bestowed upon them. Uh, kind of very um, Swan Princess vibes. Mm-hmm. So Or Shrek. Or Shrek, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Our Lord and Saviour, Shrek. So, uh, and in order to break the curse... Wait, do you want to say this or do you want to save the prestige? Wait, yeah. are we still on the turn? Yeah, this is the turn. Yeah, this is still the turn. No, <laughs> you're fine, don't worry. What's it called? It's called... The human thing. <laughs> John Carpenter's totally normal thing. <laughs> yeah, Just it's a regular, John everyday, Carpenter's normal guy. The human thing. John Carpenter's John Carpenter. 1982, that's what it's called. <laughs> John Carpenter's John Malkovich. <laughs> <clears throat> Yep, good. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what was the name in the end? <laughs> John Carpenter's Human Thing, 1982. Okay, cool. Good. That's what it's called. Yeah. The names were originally I know that to, this uh, is name to uh, is... make it convenient to refer to them. Uh, I know that this name is not going to win. Okay, what if we <laughs> base it? What it if we base it on the 2011 prequel? <laughs> I think it might win. It's incredible. Wait, what sorry. if we base it instead? It's not the 1982 film. It's the 2011 prequel yeah, well, remake. No, no, this is when you do it for the second group after you focus tested it and get rid of anything that made the original good. You know? Yeah, let's get rid of the uh, like the animatronics <laughs> and do it in CGI. That's a great idea. And let's you never a film podcast. ever we question shouldn't. why there are so many flamethrowers in a. <laughs> Big compounds. Jonathan, prestige. This becomes a game to see how long you can keep the players doing very mundane, inane tasks while you try to come up with the next story thread in the background. Is yeah. largely I what need this. You to get it's a this shopping list. Oh, I actually have my niece needs to be picked up from <laughs> the other town. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, you see, I have a family member staying in town, and I just need to make sure that they're safe. So if you could follow them around, uh, to I need to be truly comfortable during the ritual. So I do need a new pillow to sit on. Um, I need you to sew it. So what you what you're saying is that you, this is a filler arc. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is a con you're playing on your players. Yeah. Uh, and what I imagine is if they ever do con- uh, actually confront the the camel pillar, uh, it will completely break under pressure. It's it's like it's new to the whole con game. It's not too good at it. And it's actually revealed that it's three camels hiding their heads under blankets to make it look like they're all connected. Because if you look at the artwork that we've got, yeah, yeah. they actually have like the the humps are covered by uh, uh, some kind of decoration. So I imagine you, they could just sort of hide under that and look the camel pillar is actually three separate camels um they simply been selling the artifacts on eating the food giving part oh yeah completely sentient, sentient camels they could all speak it leads to a very fun conversation when they finish each other's sentences but that's you know they make a great barbershop trio i, I, I feel like the dm here would need two camel hand puppets <laughs> and a camel mask yes <laughs> Yeah. I do encourage props uh, for, for a truly a massive yeah. experience. And so have extra characters. You put them on your feet as well, so you have some camel toes. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, and what, no! what, was, what was this one called again? It was the conniving camel pillar. The conniving camel pillar. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's. Uh, I don't think we need to explore that anymore. I think it's a hell of a prestige. I think that your name is going to win. I think it's um <laughs> <laughs> not not John Carpenter's <laughs> the normal human thing, nineteen eighty two. I think it's uh, uh it, it's de- it's it's definitely you need to you need to have the right players for them not to not to hate you. For oh them. yeah, no, you got to be yeah. best friends with these folks. <laughs> I I feel the hate is what the intended outcome of this is, and it teaches them a, a good lesson about trust and how you shouldn't just trust anything that you find. All right, are we ready to move the fuck on? No. Please, no. I love this. So so mine is called the criminal cruise creature costume. <laughs> 
the criminal cruise creature costume. <laughs> yep. Because what it turns out is eventually, like, the party probably, like, turning his corner and seeing, like, a crowd of people like, oh, we're terrified. Hopefully they'll be in a bit be like, wait a fucking second. What's going on here? Wait, you, want, you want players to show restraint. Yeah. Uh, like, eventually the way that it does turn out <laughs> is that uh, the creature is actually in, like, like the dragon dance sort of thing uh, yeah. from Chinese New Year where you just, like, it's nine people, like, yeah. concealing themselves underneath. I'm doing dance for you guys right now you yeah, can't no, hear it's, it it's, uh, it's um, incredible it's yeah, a good dance uh, and so basically they conceal they put the costume on nine people in a row and then like they activate it and it turns them into the monster uh, and what they're doing what no one has put together but may- hopefully the, 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 the uh, party will put together in their investigation is that every time the monster attacks on one side of the town uh, like a bank job or something happens on the other side of town like they're they are what's I can I'm trying to think of like the uh, diversion yeah like or distortion uh, but no like it's like <laughs> it's like you start you start a fire to suck away the oxygen from another fire or whatever like that idiom is about backburning sure like but yeah it is a it is a diversion tactic so like the, while these guys are attacking one side of the town the, a bigger job is ha- like a, a job is happening there while the guards are distracted interesting uh, my question is is this an item because yes. this would be a very fun item to give to a party so what it is is that i have a uh, magic item is my card i also had cult on the other side i was considering making these guys a cult but no i thought it would be funny if they're using this colossally powerful thing for just like a <laughs> low scale divert yeah just like eh, we're gonna get so much gold using this centuries old <laughs> stealing magical from artifact. market stalls yeah exactly it's just like oh I've got I've got so many Fabergé eggs now you guys maybe we could use these to like fight this thing to fight for the realm or something nah. <laughs> <laughs> bank jobs yep alright so yeah, the, the, yeah. the criminal cruise uh, creature the what is this? The criminal cruise creature costume. Yes, the criminal cruise yep. creature costume. I think that's what we said. Yeah. I'm glad we went to the same place on our Yeah, I, as you were saying that, I was just like, yeah, a bit different, but yeah, like yeah. we went to the same thing of it looks like it could be. Yeah, mine's three camels and a trench coat. Yeah, I looked yeah. at it and I, saw, I was just like, first thing I thought was just like, man, that is that kind of like, yeah, dragon dance sort of vibe. So yeah. Okay. That was pretty good. Faith. All right. Okay. Yeah, you were totally the same. I was. <laughs> the Thing. Uh, John Carpenter's The Thing, 1982. Thing, 1982. Yep. Yes. Uh, this is actually based off my friend Chris's cat. Her name is uh, Is your Miss... friend Chris's cat turned into a human at night? No. Oh, but her you. name is Miss John Carpenter's The Thing, 1982. <laughs> or Miss Thing for short. Miss. I think you'll find it's pronounced Miss Thang. Sometimes, if you're nasty. Uh, okay, so... I hate you all so much. <laughs> you love us. You can't hate me any more than I hate myself. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so human person uh, who turns into a dragon by day, uh, but this dragon is actually just like a camel and a caterpillar crossed in together. So it's it's okay. just this grotesque creature thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then you get to go on a uh, ragtag adventure to uh, soul cure the curse for this. Okay, do they want to be cured? Because yes. obviously, like they're finding uh, like a lot of utility in like being this this being that can protect the town. Um, or is it maybe the town needs them to be that, but they don't want to be that? Yeah, so it's very like the town is like, oh, this is neat, and they're like, this is kind of like me up here. And <laughs> I would like to be a regular human yeah. again. But they can't let anyone come into the castle and see that they're a regular human because then, like, the townspeople will be like, oh, well, it's not actually a dragon that will save us. It's this horrible creature and, you know. 
I see. Yeah. Cool. So uh, then you go on a quest to um, cure this uh, human person from this affliction. I assume you have curse on your on your inspiration card. I have village. Aw, cute. That's all I tried to make. You made a dragon village. I made a dragon village. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Okay, well, that has been hooked for this week. Yay. If you want to use any of these hooks in your personal games, please feel free to and reach out and let us know how it goes. We're on Twitter and we're on Facebook, or you can send us an email at podcast.hooked at gmail.com. As always, we're produced under a Creative Commons Attribution on Commercial Node Reviews 4.0 International License, which means that you're free to share and redistribute the material in any medium or format if you give the appropriate credit, do not use the material for commercial purposes, and don't remix, transform, or build upon the material in any way without asking us first. Thank you very much. You're saying thank you to me after this episode? <laughs> yes. Wow. Go fuck yourself very much, Faith. <laughs> That's more like it. You're very welcome. Uh, you can find me on the internet. Uh, sometimes I'm funny. Just not all the time. Sometimes. Just. We won't tell you where sometimes. to find Faith. You can figure that out for yourself if you're worthy. Only real fans can find me. Only real fans can find me, and I'm very expensive. (laughs) Thank you. And? Very much, Jonathan. (laughs) You got a very intimidating look um, (laughs) thrown at me by Faith now. Um, Thank you for having me. You can find me at Rateloid, where I talk too much about anime and vocaloids and video games sometimes. Uh, And you can find me on Twitter at PirateKilljoy, where it's uh, wrestling, Gundam, and video games, and sometimes politics. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? And thank you also to Dom. Oh, is that me? Yes. You mean Donald Reagan? (laughs) Tied it all back together. Uh, If you've liked uh, the story or whatever that I made up uh, improvised on the spot, for this, you should check out the Mistone Museum of Mystery, Morbidity and Mortality, the audio series that I uh, make myself. And, you know, think of how much you liked this and then imagine how good I could be if I wrote and edited my stuff. And uh, if you didn't like how I was on this, uh, how I was in this episode... Fuck off! Right, we'll be back next week. Farewell. Hi, I'm Jacob Gerstel, and welcome to Tales from the Witcher. This podcast chronicles original short stories written by me and set in Andrzej Sapkowski's Witcher universe. The stories themselves are based on the adventures of my Witcher tabletop role-playing group that I run weekly for my friends. I novelize what happens after each session and record them here for you to enjoy. I have a lot of free time on my hands. We'll follow the exploits of a stoic bear school witcher, an alcoholic elven sorcerer, a resourceful craftsman, and a lively bard, as they try to stay alive during the Third Northern War. There's action and adventure, magic in the mundane, scheming in politics, elves and dwarves, war and peace, and, because it's the witcher, a touch of philosophy. If you're a fan of the witcher universe, serialized audiobooks, tabletop actual play reports, or fantasy in general, then this podcast is for you. I'll see you every Wednesday on the continent. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.